Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Thrilled to welcome you to another episode of Zach's Speakeasy, where you can step behind the bookcase, hear some inside stories, and all about drinks of choice. Now, your host, Zach Hilton. Welcome to a brand new episode of Zach Speakeasy. I am your host, Zach. Today is going to be an amazing episode because my guest is very dear and very near to my heart and other parts of my body, baby. Um, Before we get into that, make sure you like, subscribe, do whatever you have to do to make sure the algorithm knows who we are on whatever podcast app you're listening to. Also go to Throw Me Podcast Network on YouTube and Facebook. Like it there, subscribe, do not comment on the YouTube videos because I'm not going to read them. That's how we do here. Follow us on Instagram, Zach Speakeasy, untapped Zach Speakeasy. Let me get into it, baby. My guest today got me into podcasting. When I was a pro wrestler, when I was working one of my shows, I think it was actually at The Scope. Uh, And by scope, I mean their uh, convention center aspect of the of the thing i was i was roaming around the crowd i was giving high fives signing t-shirts signing babies and stuff like that and then this man this gentleman came up to me and he was like hey say something on the mic i said something on the mic and from that moment on justin wilson has been a part of my life for a better part of 10 years so justin wilson podcaster extraordinaire radio personality thank you for coming on zach speakeasy of course, my friend. And that day in the basement of <laughs> the asshole of the scope, <laughs> they say a friendship was born. I, first of all, yes. Uh, it, it's funny because you know we don't talk about Mister Integrity anymore, but like mm-hmm. that's really where it began. Like because me and Ronald went to see you at VCW as Mr. Integrity and we loved Mr. Integrity. So then when we saw Zach Hilton at SPW, uh, it was Sean and I at that show and we're like, Oh, let's, let's go talk to this guy. <laughs> we, right. We got to get this guy. And then from then on, it's like, it's funny. Cause initially we didn't know that you knew Joe. So initially we pulled Joe to do something. Cause we interviewed him at uh, a VCW show. And then he goes, we were getting ready to have him on and he goes, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm bringing Zach. And we're like, okay, well, <laughs> and again, like from that moment on, it was you two were part of the show. Yeah, it was a wild, like a couple of weeks to get that going. So you, you met me or you didn't meet me. You saw me at a VCW show working and I've only wrestled a handful of times at VCW. Do you remember which show it was? It was one of the ones at the Norva. Um, okay, so it was the Norva show. So I yeah. either was in the flock where I was tag teaming with Cusick, or I was wrestling um, Chris Escobar. I think you wrestled Escobar because I'm I'm almost positive that was the show that Zabisco was at. Yeah, um, and which you know that was a whole other thing. And I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, Ronald and I 
like wanting to get involved. And of course, who, whoever we bumped into, Mr. Pantis, or uh, I think he was trying to get us to go to the school as opposed to like becoming wrestlers. And you look at me and Ronald and it's like, come on, man. <laughs> My man was trying to pay rent, baby. He was like, I'll go to any of these schlubs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I don't, I'm not a Panthers guy. Just so you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not a Panthers guy. So um, before we get in, that was a little preview of how we met and stuff like that. Before we get into a real big conversation, I uh, find out a little bit more about Justin Wilson. Uh, obviously on this show, we do a drink of choice. Now I know Justin very well i know his drink of choice so i would like him to go first so we can get the suspense done with <laughs> so um so i'm drinking two things today uh mm. because you called me Chev chevy chase for a reason like i'm very, <laughs> i'm very low energy and so i had to drink some coffee to you know bring up my energy to try to get to zach level but ah. my drink of choice most of the time is water so i'm i'm drinking water today uh, you know what? That's not a problem. We take Hulkster shots in this house. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. I originally was going to just have water with you. Yeah. And then I found out it was National Beer Day. Oh, and yes. if a guy who has a podcast that's not centered around beer, but has beer in it, I think I have to go with that uh, cause. Oh, plus, totally. Plus, you know. I like a beer. <laughs> um, so today's drink of choice is Boulevard Brewing Company Sticky Bun Alert Cinnamon Bun Ale. Um, it's a 9%, 9.5 ABV. The can is cute. It's adorable. It's pink with like frosting towards the top all around it. It has some sticky buns. And one of the sticky buns has like a horn, like devil horns in it. So that's kind of badass. And a little devil tail. There's a stove that's cooking some stuff. And there's a lady on the telephone. But the lady is also a sticky bun. So yeah. it, it, there's all kinds of good stuff. Oh, and the other side has an angel sticky bun. So oh. there's a, yeah, it's a cute little can. Uh, go to the Instagram if you want to see it. I'm going to take a sip real quick. Tastes like a sticky bun. It's just a sticky bun. Let me ask you this: like, I, you know, without bringing shoot names into this, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, your penchant for for pink, Zach's penchant for pink, and yeah. and like the um, the sweeter flavors, is that a product of the guy behind Zach, or is that a a, a Zach thing that kind of took over the guy behind Zach? That's really an interesting tale because when Zach Hilton was, and I love that my fucking guest is interviewing me. <laughs> so Justin, so when I, you know, started Zach Hilton, I knew it was going to be Zach Morris ish of say by the bell with some Paris Hilton mixed in. So because of that, like, you know, pop colors are going to have to shine. And I know at one point I was thinking of orange, like a bright orange and stuff like that. But I, I just think hot pink was the way to go. I know Bret Hart had pink, but it was like the pastel pink. Yeah. 
So I didn't feel like I was ripping necessarily Bret Hart off with that. And then it was just an evolution of bringing it into my everyday life. Hell, we just opened up our uh, Throw Me Podcast Network Public uh, page, and there is a version of the Zach Speakeasy logo shirt that is pink, hot pink with black letters to show homage to Zachary Hilton of past. Oh, see, <laughs> that's the way it goes. There it is. Now you shut your whore mouth till I ask you some questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Justin, I, and I don't know how long it took for us while we were in YWS for me to figure it out, maybe it was only a short time. I've forgotten by this point again, 10 plus years and I'm going to steal a Joey line. Oh, all the concussions. (laughs) Um, But you were also a part of a local radio show. Mr. Wonderful was a part of that radio show. uh, The Mike and Bob show. Yes. That's very famous and still remembered and loved in the area here in the Hampton Roads, baby. So how did how did you get a part of the Mike and Bob show? Well, <laughs> uh, so I've always been a fan of radio, first of all, to take it all the way back, because I got to overcomplicate the answer. I can't just oh, please, please back. overcomplicate. We got time. I can't go simple. Um, so I've always been a fan of radio. And when I found a station around here that had talk shows, plural, that I enjoyed 96 X. And this goes back to, you know, Bill, Bill Ross. It goes back to uh, not man cow, but um, I'm blanking on a name. Perry and the bull. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Like 96, you know, 97. And so like, I was always paying attention to 96 X. And then I started calling Christy Michael with this very bad version of Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. Yes. Like 98, 99. And like it was getting traction with her and she would put me on the air doing that. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, she she wasn't doing like big, long breaks. So it's not like I was holding a conversation with her, but like I'd request songs as Harry Carey and, you know. (laughs) It was dumb, but you know, it was fun and uh, it got me on the air. And so that was the holy crap moment. You know, I need to, I need to figure this out. So I tried that character out on the Mike, Mike and Bob show, uh, early on. Like, I think they started the show in Oh two. I probably would have started done the first call in like Oh three as Harry Carey. Mm-hmm. and struck out wildly they said they they called me out on how i mean it, to be frank it was an awful impression <laughs> but, um, they said uh it's it's a terrible impression uh you stink and i was like okay so they're not laughing it'd be different if they were laughing they're not laughing right uh and then i called up once as the hulkster and this was still so early on that Bob was answering the phones. They didn't have somebody in there answering phones like a chapel or something. Yeah. Like this was before this Bob answered the phone. They were on break and I had a short conversation with Bob in Hulk Hogan voice. (laughs) He kept going, okay, Hulkster. And like, that was it. Like, you know, I kept trying to give the answer and, you know, hoping that I'd hear the the click that I was going to go on air and nope, didn't get through. And so again, you know, fateful day. Uh, one day they were hung over shocker and uh, (laughs) 
And uh, I called in as the Hulkster to do what's your favorite diet soda? And <laughs> I called in as the Hulkster and said, Diet Orange, brother. And I <laughs> whole spiel of of diet sunkist and like you know the 24 inch pythons and you know i did a whole thing right and they were dying and after that you know it would just be i would break through you know here and there as a caller and then um one day i decided i'm just going to show up at the station and i showed up at the station dressed in the whole <laughs> kogan size mts and uh it just it it kept growing from there uh, until, you know, until basically I, <laughs> I got a job. <laughs> like, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I had one that whole time, but like, you know, I got married and, you know, it, it, it became, it became too much for the family. So uh, that's when it stopped growing. But right. So get the answer. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, so like, and you would go to events with them, or you would go into the studio, like more so than not. Once the so, character was flying, once the character was flying, I was I was basically there every Thursday, and um, the big bit was I forget the guy's name now. Probably best I don't say names anyway. But um, <laughs> the big bit that broke me through uh, to being like there almost every week was i came dressed as the hulkster in the band i think it was story of the year which is a joe band by the way yes oh are you kidding there's 14 d programs about it <laughs> yes <laughs> but story of the year I, i'm almost positive it was them um they were in studio when i walk in dressed as the hulkster <laughs> and chapel drapes, drapes an american flag over my shoulders and he, <laughs> he and i go challenge a dude to a fight who had been accused of domestic abuse. Oh and my God! So I'm standing outside of a TV station, challenging this guy to a fight. And right. uh, eventually that gets ceased and desisted because of mm. course it does. Right. It, after that, it was off to the races. Yeah. I was up there every Thursday, um, sometimes dressed up, you know, and he, me and chapel would go out and do something. Or sometimes I would just be, you know, fourth Mike, the, the guy there in studio. So, wow. Like what's wild about that is that you bring up that you love talk radio and such. And like, there is nothing more than this story that's ever felt like, um, you know, starting from the bottom and getting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no other way. Like most people have to fucking do college, go do uh, communication. I mean, look at wonderful, wonderful did all that to get in there where you figured out the loophole <laughs> to get in to radio basically. And yeah. like you were a character on one of the biggest shows, like I said earlier, hands down missed today. Um, from there you, you figure out another way to do radio, but it's in more of a homegrown fashion is podcasting. Yes. How did you find podcasting? Um, <laughs> I still, I, I don't know the specifics, but I do recall having a conversation with Lauren, um, Lauren Izzo. Yes. 
her saying, and she was dating Fredo at the time, um, which, you know, hopefully neither of them listen because I'm sure they're both cringing, <laughs> but uh, they were, you know, that's, that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. Um, Lauren was trying to get Fredo to do a podcast and, you know, DJ and I hung out all the time and we had been in bands together all the time and we knew what it was like to be out there and nobody care about our music. Right. So like, what if, what if we just did a, a podcast together where we talk, it will be, we'll be like a fake Mike and Bob show, but we'll play local music. And, right. Uh, so that's how that started. <laughs> And here I am. So, and does that transform into your music show? Yes, that that um, we couldn't come up with a, a name. And as a matter of fact, I bounced your music show off a of DJ, and he goes, "That's got to be taken already." And uh, <laughs> it wasn't. And I'll tell you this. Uh, so this is fun times of early podcasting. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, your music show shortens to YMS, and. It used we used to be on app Apple Podcasts. Of course, it was iTunes then. Right. Um, our show got kicked off of iTunes. We still don't know why. <gasps> and if you typed in your music show, it would take you to your Mac show. And so for we were killing, we were crushing because I had no shame, man. Like Twitter was just becoming a thing, so like I was on it constantly like just link after link after link just promote 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 right and we were we were doing killer numbers and suddenly we get boot, booted from itunes and it becomes harder to find the show um and your mac show ends up being what you find if you look look up the show so that wow was- okay what we're doing now because you have no idea I want you in on the podcast life. Um, This is weeks later uh, from recording the first time because Craig messed up after Justin told his story about Apple. And I'm going to be honest, and we're not going to talk about Apple no more because I think they cut the audio. I think they separated it. And then it was my dumbass fault for not uh, downloading the right second feed. So guess what? We're talking a whole new conversation that you didn't even know we already had one. So <laughs> here we are, Justin, buddy. Um, welcome back to the Zach Speakeasy. Dude, before we get any deeper, like, good Lord, it would, ha- it, first of all, it would happen on the episode I was on. Like, right. This is the only way, this is the only way that happens is you invite me into something and, everything has to go to hell. Like it has to, like, it can't just go, okay, this is the way everything goes normally. No, it has to, it has to be a disaster. Just my luck. 1000%. I, this made me think of the old days of podcasting when I joined, because, you know, eventually you do your wrestling show and we meet up. And, uh, through that time, I joined your wrestling shows crew. It was me, Joey, Shawnee, yourself Ron at one point one, one little yep. point and we'll get there at a future episode next week's episode of drinking games we'll talk yws but like this is the most podcasting podcast thing to happen oh and dude. i felt like this happened to us all the time all the time there was countless times where um well again we 
I don't remember if this happened on the conversation that is lost to time or if this happened on the first part of the conversation, but we lost an entire evening of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> when we did uh, our first podcast network. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just part of the game. Um, I'm grateful that I'm at a spot now where it happens less and less frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it's the nature of the beast. Like it's, it's equipment that, you know, as, as much as we do podcasts, we're still like not true professionals. You know, we're, we're professionals in the sense of we've done it so long, but like, I don't know how to care for, like, I just try to keep it dry essentially. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, (laughs) And I would even be honest. Your setup is way more professional than me. Like me, I'm on this surface pro. I have my USB mic and I go to town like, and I'm using a bot to record because it'll actually record both, uh, both conversations going on you're in my end and I could put it on audacity. That's that's about as professional as one can get at this point. But like when I go to your house, you have, you have the mixer, you have mic set up, you have it set up like a radio show. And does that come from because you were on the radio and you wanted that kind of lifestyle like you're bringing radio to podcasting well so uh, one of the things that that was such a big problem when we were doing like the yws and and stuff is that i would try to bring this kind of setup to you you know what i mean like and we'd have to set it up every time and uh like once i got my own space it's like no 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 like i'm i need a static spot set up and yeah like it's it's definitely to give that radio vibe you come in and like it it feels like a radio station now granted we're not broadcasting to you know hundreds of thousands of people but you know it still it still creates the same the same thing when i would go into 96x that same rotating feel of of the conversation being able to just flow because we're all just kind of looking at each other and not having to, to hold the mic. Oh man. Like (laughs) the sound problems that holding a mic creates, it it bugs me. Like some people can get over it, but it it bugs me. So it's like, well, you don't have to worry about that. I've got, I've got the arms. I've got it all set up. You just put the mic close to your face. That's it done. (laughs) I I don't think I realized those kind of like thoughts until when we did Zach's movie show. So we do YWS, your wrestling show. And then I asked, you know, maybe, maybe we could spend this off and do Zach speak or Zach's uh, movie show. I swear to fucking God, I did that the first time. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> but like, there was just so many aspects to it. Like I make the pod bean and I make my own feed to it and stuff like that. Like, there is a lot going into podcasting that when we sat there and we had the mics in our hands, like I could hear in my headphones, like the whole, the, the sound you're hearing, like how, you know, it's just coming through. And it is that particularness where, and I think you're like this and you're explaining it that way is like, we want to be as professional as possible when doing these shows and i will give you mass credit for always bringing that professionalism and i'm in a way i'm gonna apologize here i'm sorry i wasn't as 
like professional back then as I do feel now about it, because a lot of what I've learned through podcasting comes from you, like being on the social media game, making sure schedules keep and stuff like that. Like this, this is something we do for fun, but there is this kind of rock star element, if you will. And and like you said earlier, I know we're not reaching hundreds of thousands, but I do feel like we reach our community slash audience and it feels like it just, we feel bigger in a way. Yeah. And you know, our audiences do care about, about that stuff. And you know, (laughs) you know, maybe they don't, but Hmm. I still want to give them the best possible. I don't, I, because I'm not the greatest at getting to the edits, uh, like the actual editing. I will, I would much prefer keep the, the conversation as it happened as close to intact as a thousand percent possible. And to do that to me, it has to start at a place where I don't have to edit as much anyway, like where I remove as many of the audio gaffes as I can and anything that needs to be edited is literally just somebody said something they shouldn't have or right. said a name wrong or something that, that they'd prefer I cut out, you know, right. that way the can stay intact because to your point about my setup, to me, the, the thing is the conversation. Yeah. I, I want yeah. the conversation to be as natural as possible. And I want the conversation to be just flowing, just constant. And you know, if I'm worrying about, okay, I, I got to edit that. Oh man, this thing sounds like, but I need, I need to change that. Like then, then we're not having the conversation. I feel like we can, we can have, and and that's always, always a bummer. Yeah. And like, that's partly why redoing this. I was like, I don't want to do the same thing. I don't, I want to, I don't want to go in the order that we talked about. We're just going to fucking talk and if shit gets brought up, it gets brought up. Um, but I know there's one thing we didn't talk about that's been on my mind since recording. So that's the only blessing through this, um, is a couple of things came up. One, what got you into wanting to do a podcast? Like, I feel like you had to hear something first to get you into it. Uh, again, I'm not sure. I feel like I, I semi answered this somewhere. Um, the word podcast itself, uh, I have to credit with Lauren Izzo. Um, she was trying to get Fredo to do a podcast after he, um, lost his gig at, I don't, it was, I forget it was one Oh five, but I don't remember what the station was called anymore. Right. Um, he lost his gig there. He was doing a, an hour of local music, like on a Saturday night or something. And uh, he lost that gig. She was trying to get him to do a pod. And I, at the time was doing, you know, Mike and Bob. I wanted a way to make like a poor man's Mike and Bob, but make the focus be on local music. And so gotcha. I was like, well, how do I do that? Radio's not going to hire me. I don't, you know, uh, how about uh, we, we just do a pod. And right. so, boom. There it is. That's, so it's born. That's awesome. Um, so one thing that really grabbed me in podcasting, like obviously Kevin Smith, uh, I listened to those kind of guys, but the time that I realized that podcasting was big 
was when we went to go see Greg Proops. Yeah, dude. Dude, like, because you got me into listening to him and he's hilarious as all get out. I mean, whatever his take is, I mean, be it who, I feel like he was the most kind of political podcast that I would listen to. Um, mm-hmm. um, but he was just a riot every single time. And then when I realized he's doing it at like, you know, coffee shops or bars or anything like that, like, I was like, oh man, I would love to go see him. And then we went there, like he was coming to what North Carolina. Yeah, it was Raleigh. And that's the thing is he had a comedy show there the same night first. And right. we, we didn't go for that. We went no. for smartest man in the world. Like we went for the pod. <laughs> right. And like, that's when for me, I knew podcasting is something besides talking into a mic, because at that mm-hmm. moment, that's when, you know, we're like, oh man, we could do YWS lives at places. Yeah. We can do the award shows at places. We can oh, yeah. do all these things. Like it's a gateway from me going to like, it's wild to think about from us doing like, what was that bar in Hampton that we always went to old town? Yeah, dude. <laughs> old yeah. town. Like, yep. We would go there and do live events. Ring of Honor. I can't look at that game without thinking of Ring of Honor. Yeah, dude. Remember the ringer? <laughs> he came all the time. Okay, really quick, people. So if you ever go to a bar, you'll see this like game where there's a string and a ring. And then like you have to like get that ring on a coat rack. So mm-hmm. when we started doing live events, at uh old town this bar in hampton virginia we would like have kind of semi tournaments for this and call it ring of honor what a title um yes but there was this old guy always hanging out and he was basically a homeless man yeah but only wanted to play the ring of honor game it was wild we called him the ringer because he was the only one that was like consistently good at it like mm-hmm. sometimes you know most other people just kind of you know lucked their way into wins right he oh man he this dude was good because he, that's all he did he knew the arch to put into it like he, he knew the wind velocity like you could tell this was the type of guy that like had no money but he learned this game so he could bet people on beer Oh yeah, dude. He's scamming a lot of years. <laughs> we never caught him doing it, but I guarantee you he did for sure. He was he was a ring of honor shark, if you will. Yes. Yes. Um it's, I always thought that it was fun the distinction that we put on it because like we wanted to call it Ring of Honor, is we we called it the Ring of Honor. The yeah, caps right. the that, that wrestling thing that I even worked on, uh <laughs> it was a ring of honor this was the ring of honor um speaking of the alive events do you have any like memory that you absolutely adored when we were doing those live events so people again yws it was a wrestling show that we would talk wrestling on our own podcast and it had so many variations like it went from a talk weekly TV to just pay-per-view. Eventually we get on the radio and we will bring that up in a, in a bit because I think that needs to be something hit on. But like, it's just, you know, we kept going through this metamorphosis of a show and we 
I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Lightning just struck my brain. That must have been. <laughs> Who, who else got you on the hook quotes? Oh, exactly. You're the only guy that does hook with me. And like, honestly, I make these references all the time. Nobody gets my humor. Uh, whatever. What the fuck was I talking about? Well, so you're asking if, if I have any uh, yes. memory, like just, uh, so a couple come to mind. Uh, so one involving you, uh, I remember there was a night uh, this was technically a YMS event that I, I talked you into coming to. And I think broken mouth Annie played that night and it was in Norfolk tap house. And there is video of this, I believe on YouTube. Um, but I had, uh, you challenged, um, you were challenging everybody to arm wrestling and <laughs> you were just going nuts. And, yeah. uh, you, ch- you challenged Mofa before he was Mofa <gasps> yes. to arm wrestling. And uh, so there's that, um, and uh, and I split them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like there was, it became a thing. Like we ended up doing a story arc of of you guys arm wrestling before. <laughs> again, this was before ZMS, before you became Mofa. Yeah. Um, like a whole. This was so he was CGS for YWS. That's Chain right. Gang because Soldier. he was a, he was also a Chain Gang Soldier, but he was also Hat Club mm-hmm. in uh, the Mike and Bob era. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And so like, there's like a whole arc of you guys arm wrestling. That is a blast. And some of those I'm fairly positive are on YouTube. Um, I also think about this has another one. I'm pretty sure this was a YWS YM, YMS cross event. Cause for a little while at old town tavern, we were doing both like YWS would host. And then I would put the bands together for the bill. So like it would be YWS YMS co-presenting. Right. And, uh, this has hats again because it was guitar mageddon so i think it was yeah sick man of virginia and creek don't rise played a show together and uh matthew shredder callman of sick man plays a mean guitar yeah and curtis from creek don't rise plays a mean guitar and our very own mofa played a mean guitar plays And so like I got them all to go up on stage at the same time and they're just trading guitar solos for like 10 minutes and it was a blast. Oh man, that's fucking great. Yeah, no, I, I imagine like the live events for you, especially the joint ones, because like, it's all your babies coming together. Oh yeah. Like, and I loved when we did those kind of ones. Like I love, Okay, uh, this just before the sheer like shittiness of it. <laughs> I love when me and Joey host the the YWAs, which are the Your Wrestling Awards, and we had like a speaker box <laughs> to talk. Like we had a speaker mini boom box, like it had a CD player on top, yeah. and like. We're just talking to the crowd through the mic on that. Like it's a horrible karaoke machine. Oh yeah. Um, that was a fun event because that place was fucking packed. Oh yeah. That was yeah. wild. Um, because for local, there was no local wrestling awards in the area besides online awards, and mm-hmm. we all felt like, well, this is bullshit. Like yeah. we need to, we need to get these people seen, and a lot of people they come from. So I did love that, but I love. I think my favorite YWA, though it has that um, learning tree moment, 
<laughs> I think my favorite is that one. What bar was that? That was Hampton Tap House. Hampton Tap House. Okay. So Hampton Tap House had like an upstairs where you can have a band. And that's why it was my favorite is because we did this killer fucking uh, YWA. I'm hosting it. All these people are here. And then after it's like, I got to introduce this band to come yeah. on. Um, I forget what the band was. That may have been crude. I think maybe, maybe, but like fucking like they came on rock a goddamn set. Like, and it was, it was fun watching the intermingling of crowds, like wrestling people did stay, but like rock people did come. Like it was wild how that worked out. That, that was probably my favorite of the aesthetics. You know what? Actually, that might have been Broken Mouth Annie too, because I think that's the night they played Psycho Killer. Mm. And you're like, dude, 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 dude. <laughs> that's and, my jam. Yeah. And so, and then I was like, oh, because you were working, you, you might have just started working on Killer Reunion at that point. Oh, and, this, no, it's Ghost. Are you thinking Ghost? Oh, yeah, maybe Ghost Story. That's the, the Ghost Story is the song they did. That I was like, oh, I fucking that love the gloom. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the gloom. That's what I still have that CD, by the way. Oh, they, they ruled. I loved the gloom. And yeah. I, love, I love Brian very dearly. Yeah. So. Um, so, like I said, YWS, we did some stuff. We're going to talk YWS more when we do the drinking games portion uh, of this show. So next week, listen to that. I want to get into, after we get our first round of podcasts out there, we, or you, started doing Good Morning You Drunk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. how did that all actually come about? Because Matt, Wade, he was a part of a show I did, Issues, and he guested a few times on Zach's movie show. Mm -hmm. And I know at that point he was like, I want to do a podcast. I want to do a podcast. I need yeah. to get with Justin. Is this pretty much just the story there? Sort of. So um, he and Nathan started doing um, Matt and Nate Have Issues. And that got into my feed. And so this would have been spoilers. Before. They did. No, yeah. <laughs> Boy, did they. Boy, did they. Boy, don't they. <laughs> um, I, uh, um, so I loved the show. I loved what they were doing. And I felt like, man, I feel like I can, I can elevate what they're doing to the, to the next level. So I reached out and I was like, so I'd love to do something with you guys. And initially they had me on have issues and I, <laughs> this is something we'll get into further more, but I'm, I'm never a good guest. I'm a better host than guest. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. So like that, I feel like I didn't, I didn't elevate their show in the way I thought I could. So I was like, well, Matt and I eventually started talking about radio again, like coming back to radio. And it's like, I'd like to do a show on the radio and we, we came up with the idea of, okay, so let's do a podcast that is actually a radio show. And then we turned it into, let's make it a morning show, but for the night. Right. And so we, we come up with that and we record a pilot. It's just, uh, Nathan, um, Matt and me, and I'm playing a producer role and you know, they're being Matt and Nate. 
And so like the similarities, sure. But like, I felt like I brought it to, I made it into a radio show as opposed to the podcast that they were doing. Right. And so like, we're like, okay, so let's pitch this to radio shows. And of course, you know, radio being the way it, it even was, you know, at this point, what, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. It passed on us and it's like, well, okay, well, here we go. And so we were like, all right, well then let's make a pod. And so like at this point, by the time, by the time this is like really starting to formulate and, and, and pop off, we're doing slop. And so like the workload is getting to be a lot. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, that is at least in part what happens with slop is, is the workload gets to be a lot. And, um, then GMYD officially becomes a pod. Like we, we stop pitching it to radio stations and we just start doing it as a pod. And, uh, that's, that's the story. Like, uh, I wanted to work right. with and I, I felt like I could elevate their game in, in my humble opinion. I did. Yeah. It, when I worked on issues, like I loved both of those guys. I, I mean, I even had Matt come in for killer reunion and Matt, I love him to death. Like, I love that he's, you know, he's a filmmaker that's still trying to get his film out there. I love y'all's show. Like, of course, they're great energy to work with at that point. Um, yeah. Can't speak about neither of them now. I think they're both fucking crazy. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, like, I, I know at that point, you guys started the kind of rumble of the fact of like, well, F this, like if people don't want to put us on, we'll make our own. And that's the, that's the thing I'll give you. And that's the thing I'll give Matt, where both of you guys are very entrepreneurish where you will create it. I mean, that's what podcasting was in my eyes of like just doing your own radio show. Um, mm -hmm. and you can find your own audience and you don't have anybody telling you, sorry, we don't like that. And we want you to take these notes. Like you make your own notes of what works, what doesn't, but, um, you guys make radio free radio. Oof. <laughs> yes, we do talk, talk a little bit about radio free radio, because like, I, I absolutely adored like the effort you put into it where you're, you're taking local things for, you know, indie music and incorporating talk shows. Mm -hmm. so, so tell me a little bit more, tell the folks a little bit more about radio free radio. So uh, you, you pretty much nailed the idea of uh, ev everybody said no to us. So you're like, okay, well, well, we'll do it ourselves. Right. And it was just talk until one day Matt goes, here you go. Here's the login for our radio station. I was like, what? <laughs> and so I immediately have to start curating um, the playlist. Uh, I start collecting like every local thing I had from the years of, of, of doing YMS. Right. And, you know, initially it was just going to be a vehicle for GMYD and, you know, we, we start talking about it and it's like, well, why would it just be us? Let's see who else wants to do stuff. And so like he starts reaching out to like some people he, he knows I start reaching out to some people I know. And, um, you know, again, initially it just becomes, all right, well, 
we because YWS had stopped at this point. So it's like, well, let's let's get into wrestling. And so hashtag WrestlePiles is born from that, which uh, funnily enough came from the night that you and the night I got uh, super kicked in the face by Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> the, the, night, <laughs> the night you split your pants jumping on your car. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole night. Uh, yeah. but that night where, where that was born. Uh, Cause because Matt kept calling the four of us hashtag WrestlePals. And so YWS had ended, and I'm like, well, I still would like to do a wrestling show for the radio station. Right. Hashtag WrestlePals is born. Uh, Matt is like, you know, I want to do a gaming show. And so he he comes up with uh, Joystick Syndicate. And then, like, uh, he comes up with a pop culture show, Popped. And then, like, um, I'm like, just one day, randomly pitching um you know ideas to fill content and i'm like what if i did a show where like we we create a list of of you know band's best songs that's how deprogrammed is born just a wow and that's like the the probably my most successful idea is deprogrammed it just it was a a bs idea to fill content or to fill the airtime um, you know, and we eventually bring YMS, I, uh, you know, I was doing a show called stories, uh, by the barrel fire. So, and then, so this is just the, the base level, um, uh, content. And then we start reaching out to other people like, um, Hey, do you guys, do you guys want to do a show? And so chocolate milk and waffles, like, so that they're big in like the spoken word and poetry, uh, scene in pretty much the South side. Um, and they've said, yeah. And so like they would bring in people. So we're, we're starting to get reach, you know, that audience and, you know, Brian comes in and he's doing a show. And so we're, you know, we, we basically have kind of Gent, you know, listening to us. And so it, it, we wanted, we wanted, (laughs) we wanted to reach like everybody. We wanted RFR to be like this thing that, that the whole area could kind of get behind. Cause it's like, you know, ultimately that's what it was. It was, it was for everybody. Not everybody wanted to play ball. So, you know, you you can only do what you want, but the idea behind it was a community radio station that was just on the internet. And we, we had plans of, of, uh, I forget what it's called now, low voltage, uh, or low LPFM, low powered, uh, FM radio station. We, they, they used to have those like available to communities you know, the last president actually took that was one of the first things he, he took off. Like, he's like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. So he gets, we can't apply for it. So, uh, low powered FM was something that we were looking into. We were going to raise money and, and try to buy a radio, an actual station and an actual station where people could listen in their cars if they wanted to. Yep. 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 Wow. That was, it just, you know, it got pulled out from under us. So we ended up not being able to do that, but you know, we, we did a lot. Like it was a lot of time spent in Matt's garage. I'll say that much. Right. Right. Like that was, uh, that was a hell of a time for you. Like I know you were hot, damn busy. I mean, like you just said, you, you had to put all those music playlists together because it was like talk show music for a while, talk show music for a while. So yeah. like, and, and it's gotta be, it's gotta be crazy to think about, like, especially for you, like you're depending on people to 
put out that content on time at a time. You know what I mean? Like we just started up the throw me podcast network a month and a half ago. And like one of my things was, okay, guys, I'm all about doing this network, but the thing about it is pot, your show needs to come out when you say it's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that's ingrained in my head so much, but I kind of feel like it comes from you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I've always been a stickler for that. Like it's the reason why I don't like missing an episode of deprogrammed because yes. the second you miss an episode, people will tune out. And like, I saw it happen a million times. It happened a couple times. Like with YWS, it, there came times where it's like, we're the, the four of us were burnt out, but I was like, let's just record like a fight. Like we, we started doing, um, what was the news segment called? Uh, something wrestle news or something uh, right where we would play the steves and it would basically be we were a fake news broadcast and we yes. would literally kind of blast through the news and i was like whenever we were burnt out we would do a full episode one week and then it would be the steves the next week so there That's was right. going out on the feed so the feed would stay alive right so even now like that's still critically important if you ask me well I, I use that method um, in some some cases, I, not all the time, but I, honest to God, I, if you think about it, that's that still stems. That's why I'm so fucking thankful for you, Justin. That's why, like behind the scene again, like I do a recording of Zach Speakeasy and I'll do drinking games. Two separate things because, A, it's a little more conversation with my guests, but at the same point, it's like, I've gotten to the point of doing this where I can't, I just mentally can't do it every single like other day at some point. Like when hunters had a Patreon going on, I I'm putting out with wonderful and Brooke, I'm putting out content weekly just for the Patreon. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, I'm putting out a weekly episode of Haunters. Then on top of that, who knows what live event that that I've planned or got to get to. And all these things just racked up until I was unhealthy. Like I made myself just, just not right in my headspace. So doing that for us, especially, you know, I mean, fucking wrestling. Am I right? like it it can wear on you especially where like yws i felt like we were the 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 kind of prime first real wrestling show out there for podcasts and i just feel that we hit so many grooves before those grooves were ever big like they were divots when mm-hmm. we made it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that show was such a goddamn hoot. And again, we'll get into that. Don't you worry. You want it. You get it next week, baby. Um, but before I let you go, there's a couple of, couple of things I want to talk about. One, you're guesting on this show and that you were one of my first ideas for a guest because I thought it was a very, Star Wars, uh, you are the Jedi, I am your Padawan kind of deal. And I wanted you to be a guest on this show because 
because anytime I've messed with you, YWS were co-hosts. ZMS, you were a producer in a comedic form on that show. You haven't guested on a lot of podcasts. No, I haven't. Always, always the host. And that's a that's something that you and I have talked about before somehow. Right. Like I, I, I think we both just kind of excel at a hosting role. And you know, this isn't, this isn't a knock on, on either of us. I think we're, we both are naturally, uh, inquisitive, you know? Right. So it's like, I'm not very good at, at having people ask me questions because this, it's a, it's a pure shocker that I've been able to like, kind of let you ask me stuff here. Cause usually I will turn it back on you because that's what I do. <laughs> and right. uh, I, it, it's the one, th- it's one of the few things that I will whole ha- you know, wholeheartedly pat myself on the back for is, is I'm good at that. Yeah. Um, I've gotten better. And again, I can't, I know I, I use this as an answer somewhere. Um, I've gotten better at, at answering questions and, and kind of talking uh, by doing my solo pod on Patreon. Right. Uh, so like I, I'm a little better at it now, but, um, I, I just, I'm naturally, I, I want to ask the questions. I, it, it, there's, there's part of it, like a, a control freak. You know, I, I like to drive where the conversation's going to go. Uh, so like, I like to ask the questions so I know that this is the road we're going down. Um, right. Again, I, right. I, better at that but uh that was that was nat like the natural beginning of it so well it's funny because like my take is for for me uh, guesting on a show because i've guested on a few shows and even like um on the throw me podcast network there's the review at rob show and with his brother they used to do the show called the disnoids and i've always felt even listening back to the shows Whenever I guest on someone's show, I always feel like I talk too much. Like <laughs> I always feel like I grab the reins and I'm just going to do whatever fucking shtick I'm going to do. Like there was um not, not uh, YWS obviously the first episode I'm on. I, <laughs> It was not so, not so yeah. about doing, but like I had an intention, but there was a show I'm going to say a year and a half ago, maybe two. Um, God damn. Well, what the trailer I was on the show called what the trailer and we were reviewing and the show is about talking about movie trailers, not necessarily the movie and mm-hmm. movies that you've seen. So when um, Brooke and myself guested on that show, show like they were all movies that i wanted to talk about uh tom atkins movies who's fantastic if you don't know who he is um and i just feel like i went the goddamn town uh on zach comedy zach puns zach talking reviewing and like i didn't even feel like the host got a word in like it, it was wild how i came out of it now we have two different spectrums here. Like you want to take the conversation and kind of learn about that person or the content. I take the conversation and and I just want to lead the pack. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So do, do you think that's just mostly because both of us have hosted so many iterations of shows and it's just 
what we're used to? Or do you think like you're letting yourself be a guest here right now, but like how many times did you want to stop me and ask a question? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thankfully at this, I say thankfully, but at this point it's a, it was a lot easier because last time I think I did more the, the, the lost, you know, the, the lost conversation i think i did because i at one point you yelled at me stop asking it, questions this is it, my show damn it it's, it's <laughs> the beginning of this episode that's how long we've been here like <laughs> on this one podcast at the beginning of the episode you started asking me a question i was like you shut your, your whore mouth yeah see so <laughs> uh, it is it is kind of what i i i lean towards um but to your point like if i if i sniff a bit at the, at the beginning of a show that I can lean into. Oh, mm. it's over. Like, right. you're not like, I, I will sink my teeth into a bit. And if I, as long as it's still making me laugh, Oh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you are in for it. Like that happens all the time with us when we're doing um, road to WrestleMania, like before we even start some bit will come up and the three of us, we just boom. It's, it's that bit. Like uh, that's how, um, in a vacuum came about like, Oh yeah. So like we do it all the time. And oh. thankfully like me, you and Joe, it's like, we're, we're all about the bits anyway. So are you kidding me? Uh, have you had too much sushi? You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> like we were all about the bits. How there are bits that aren't even recorded. Like for the fact of, uh, Joey knows nothing of hockey. Like I come in, I talk my bits when we get together about Greckerson and how he's nasty at the slap stick. Uh, <laughs> but Joey's just dumbfounded all the time. Yeah, he doesn't know anything about hockey. It's crazy. <laughs> all right. So my last question uh, for you, Justin, because my glass is empty. Uh, my last question, do you feel you have an end game? Like – I've been dealing with this, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I mean, the better part of a year, but for podcasting, as much as I absolutely adore it, there's so many factors to it. And I don't think, honestly, anybody that doesn't do one kind of understands because like you've been doing this 10 plus years, I've been doing it for 10 plus years. So like in game for me, like I keep telling myself, okay, at 45, if I feel like I've done everything that kind of like how in wrestling, like if I feel like I've done absolutely all that I can, what is there more to do? Do I hang up my microphone? Do I unplug my microphone as you say? And then I have this other part of me that absolutely adores. And here's the, um, here's the part of me that's kind of morbid. I love having something for my kids to hear if they want to hear me. And if I get hit by a car or a heart attack and die, they have something that they can go back to and listen to. Yeah. Yeah. So like that part of me goes like, Oh no, I would love, you know, for toddler Hilton to just be like, I wonder how goofy my dad really was. (laughs) So I, my question to you, do you ever look at this as a hang up scenario at some point? So I guess where I'm at now with podcasting and it took a long time to get here is 
I just love doing it. So, right. um, I think as opposed to, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever to answer your question. I don't know that I'll ever get to a point where I want to like hang it up for real. Right. Um, but the chasing of making it a career, you know, and I, you know, I'm not necessarily after the money, but like I am, I am like, I, I put so much time into it. I would like it to pay me. So um, a little bit of a monetization, if you will. Right. And so like where I'm at right now, like I do feel like if, if I can't catch the right idea that, you know, I'm going to have to just resign myself to it being a, being a hobby, which is fine. It's something my wife would love for me to do, (laughs) Um, you know, just stop putting so much pressure on it. Um, But yeah, like I, I don't, I think, you know, something like deprogrammed has legs, like for as long as I want to do it, there's an infinite amount of, of artists that we haven't covered. Right. So it's like, as long as I want to do it. And as long as people are willing to, to talk to me about, you know, the insects and backstreet boys of the world and DMXs <laughs> of the world. Well, DMX, we'll be the best. <laughs> so like, as long as people want to talk to me about music, those, those conversations can always be had. So right. I don't know that, deprogrammed will have to be like, I'm just tired of doing the work. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to do the work anymore. And I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Right. At least not anything. Well, it, it sounds like at most at this moment, because you're obviously just going to be Ric Flair of podcasting. <laughs> it yeah. really is just like, it's not necessarily quitting. Maybe a slowdown can yeah. eventually happen, but that's as most as you see it at this point. Totally. You know, some of the, some of these sideshows like gear freaks and I love doing it. Absolutely. But like at some point, like, you know, I'm going to have to streamline and uh, realize that this is, this is the one that, that still brings me joy and uh, the least amount of work, even though deprogrammed still is, is a ton of work. Right. Um, you know, like that's what it's going to have to be. So um, it's that, that you're exactly right. Like, I may need to slow down, but I don't think I'll ever quit. And you know what? Right now you don't have to because you have great programs like Deprogrammed. You have hashtag WrestlePals. Yes, WrestlePals. Gear Freaks and stuff like that. And you can catch all these on your Patreon. Um, Talk about your Patreon really quick before we go. So the Patreon, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. If you're, you know, wanting to get in the door, it's only a buck. I'll, I'll say that much, but, uh, you literally get something every day. Um, you get early access to deprogrammed. You usually get immediate access to gear freaks. Um, and wrestle pals. I put up like as almost right after we record usually. And then, uh, you get the daily. Oh, hi, Justin pod. And then whatever, you know, other things that I'm, I'm kind of bringing up. So, uh, uh patreon.com slash. Oh, hi, Justin. It's, it's such a great feature. And you, you said it earlier where it was like, uh, where like, you know, you would like to get money and stuff like that. It, it's pretty much like we're independent workers mm-hmm. for what we love to do. Now, granted, it's something we love to do, but there is that aspect of entertainment. There's that kind of Etsy store feel to what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just another version of Etsy stores. It's just, instead of buying this shirt or thing to hang on your wall, you're getting entertainment 
for your car ride, uh, your trips, you know, being at home if you're bored or whatever, or if you just want to get information on bands like, you know, Deprogram does. I, I love the fact that if you've never listened to an artist, you can listen to an episode of Deprogrammed, hear them rattle through so many songs and why they like it, why they don't, or this, that, and the other, and then you get a top list of songs, and when you go listen to those, you'll be like, oh yeah, these are the hits. This is yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Justin Wilson, thank you for coming on. Um, where can we follow you on Twitter? <laughs> at the holster that's for real <laughs> all right uh justin wilson will be back next week and we are going to talk your wrestling show we're going to talk zach's movie show we're going to talk slop we're going to talk all these other podcasts that i've been able to be a part of and uh maybe some inside stories of tension between the group like how joe Joey hated Justin. <laughs> I'm just really baking on the fact that Joey's listening. <laughs> but Joey Leo. Uh, Joey Leo. Joey Leon. We're stealing. Um, <laughs> all right. So everybody have a good week and catch you next week with Justin Wilson on Drinking Games. Cheers. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. And please remember to always drink responsibly.